I'm Wayne Turner, and welcome to the daily podcast of Bible Track. I've developed Bible Track to be both a commentary and a daily Bible reading schedule. These podcasts cover the text and commentary, which may be found at www.bibletrack.org. So, for those who have a busy schedule but do have time to listen to the Bible being read, this podcast is for you. At the end of one year, you will have gone completely through the Bible. Today's reading is 1 Chronicles chapters 7 through 10. So we're back to the genealogies today. It's quite important to understand the purpose of Chronicles. The exiles began leaving Judah in 605 B.C. When the exiles returned to their land in 535 B.C. and afterwards, the author of Chronicles sought to give the returning exiles a perspective on their history and heritage. It therefore summed up and restated the essentials of the historical books that had preceded them. Isn't it interesting that Jews in the first century A.D., they could trace their ancestors back 4,000 years. I can only get mine back to about 250 years. If you'd like more information on the events leading up to the writing of Chronicles, then see the introduction on Chronicles that's available on the May 31st reading. And that's the introduction on First Chronicles chapter 1. We begin chapter 7 with the descendants of Issachar. Verse 1. Now the sons of Issachar were Tola and Pua, Jashub and Shimron four. And the sons of Tola, Uzai, Rephaim, Jerael, Jamai, and Jibsam, and Shimuel, heads of their father's house to wit, of Tola, they were valiant men of might in their generations, whose number was in the days of David two and twenty thousand and six hundred. And the sons of Uzziah, Israhiah, and the sons of Israhiah, Michael, and Obadiah, and Joel, Isaiah five, all of them chief men. And with them by their generations after the house of their fathers were bands of soldiers for war, six and thirty thousand men, for they had many wives and sons. And their brethren among all the families of Issachar were valiant men of might, reckoned in all by their genealogies fourscore and seven thousand. That brings us to the descendants of Benjamin. We find the descendants of Benjamin in verses 6 through 12. Verse 6, The sons of Benjamin, Bela and Becher and Jediel, three. And the sons of Bela, Esbon and Uzai and Uziel, and Jeremoth, and Eri, five heads of the house of their fathers, mighty men of valor, and were reckoned by their genealogies twenty and two thousand and thirty and four. And the sons of Becher, Zemirah, and Joash, and Eliezer, and Eli-Oenai, and Amri, and Jeremoth, and Abiah, and Anathoth, and Alameth, all these are the sons of Becher. And the number of them, after the genealogy by their generations, heads of the house of their fathers, mighty men of valor, was twenty thousand and two hundred. The sons also of Jediel, Bilhan, and the sons of Bilhan, Jeush, and Benjamin, and Ehud, and Kanaanah, and Zethan, and Tharshish, and Abishahar. All these, the sons of Jediel, by the heads of their fathers, mighty men of valor, were seventeen thousand and two hundred soldiers, fit to go out for war and battle. 
Shubham also, and Hupam, the children of Ir, and Hushim, the sons of Aher. That brings us to the descendants of Naphtali, just one verse, verse 13. The sons of Naphtali, Jazael and Gunai, and Jezer and Shalom, the sons of Bilhah. Next, Manasseh, in verses 14 through 19. Verse 14, the sons of Manasseh, Ashrael, whom she bare, but his concubine, the Aramitess, bare Maker, the father of Gilead. And Maker took to wife the sister of Hupam and Shupam, whose sister's name was Maacah, and the name of the second was Zelophehad, and Zelophehad had daughters. And Maacah, the wife of Maker, bare a son, and she called his name Piresh, and the name of his brother was Shiresh, and his sons were Ulam and Rakam, and the sons of Ulam, Bedan. These were the sons of Gilead, the son of Maker, the son of Manasseh. And his sister Hamalekith bare Ishdod, and Abiazer, and Mahala. And the sons of Shemida were Ahian, and Shechem, and Lichai, and Aniam. That brings us to the descendants of Ephraim, beginning in verse 20, down through verse 29. Verse 20. And the sons of Ephraim, Shuthalah, and Bered his son, and Tehath his son, and Eladah his son, and Tehath his son, and Zabad his son, and Shuthalah his son, and Ezer, and Eliad, whom the men of Goth that were born in the land slew, because they came down to take away their cattle. And Ephraim their father mourned many days, and his brethren came to comfort him. And when he went in to his wife, she conceived and bare a son, and he called his name Bariah, because it went evil with his house. And his daughter was Sherah, who built Beth Horon, the nether, and the upper, and Uzan Sherah. And Repha was his son, also Reshef, and Tila his son, and Tahan his son, Laadon his son, Amahud his son, Elishama his son, Nan his son, Jehoshua his son. And their possessions and habitations were Bethel and the towns thereof, and eastward Naaron, and westward Gezer with the towns thereof. Shechem also in the towns thereof, unto Gaza and the towns thereof. And by the borders of the children of Manasseh, Bethshean and her towns, Taanach and her towns, Megiddo and her towns, Dor and her towns. And these dwelt the children of Joseph, the son of Israel. Now to Asher in verses 30 through 40. Verse 30, the sons of Asher, Emnah and Isuah and Ishuai, and Bariah, and Serah their sister. And the sons of Bariah, Heber, and Malkael, who is the father of Berzavith. And Heber begat Japhlet, and Shomer, and Hotham, and Shua their sister. And the sons of Japhlet, Pasach, and Bimhal, and Ashvath. These are the children of Japhlet. And the sons of Shamer, Ahai and Rogah, Jehubah and Aram, and the sons of his brother Helam, Zophah and Imnah, and Shelish and Amal, the sons of Zophah, 
Sua, and Harnefer, and Shul, and Berai, and Imrah, Bezer, and Had, and Shammah, and Shilsham, and Ithran, and Berah, and the sons of Jether, Jephunneh, and Pispah, and Aram, and the sons of Ula, Aram, and Hanael, and Reziah. All these were the children of Asher, heads of their father's house, choice and mighty men of valor, chief of the princes, and the number throughout the genealogy of them that were apt to the war and to the battle was twenty and six thousand men. In First Chronicles chapter 8, we look at the genealogy of Saul from the tribe of Benjamin. Verse 1. Now Benjamin begat Bela his firstborn, Ashbel the second, and Ahara the third, Nohah the fourth, and Raphah the fifth. And the sons of Bela were Adder, and Gera, and Abihud, and Abishua, and Naaman, and Ahoah, and Gera, and Shephaphon, and Huram, and these are the sons of Ehud. These are the heads of the fathers of the inhabitants of Geba. And they removed them to Menahath. And Naaman and Ahiam and Giram, he removed them and begat Uzzah and Ahihud. And Shaharaim begat children in the country of Moab after he had sent them away. Husham and Baarah were his wives. And he begat of Hodesh his wife, Jobab, and Zebiah, and Mesha, and Malcolm, and Jeuz, and Shekiah, and Mirmah. These were his sons, heads of the fathers. And of Husham he begat Abitab, and Elpaal, and the sons of Elpaal, Eber, and Misham, and Shamed, who built Ono, and Lod, with the towns thereof. Bariah also, and Shema, who were heads of the fathers of the inhabitants of Ajalon, who drove away the inhabitants of Goth, and Ahio, Shashak, and Jeremoth, and Zebediah, and Arad, and Ader, and Michael, and Izpah, and Johah, the sons of Bariah, and Zebediah, and Meshulam, and Hezekiah, and Heber. Ishmarai also, and Jezliah, and Jobab, the sons of Elpaal, and Jacob, and Zikri, and Zabdi, and Elaenai, and Zilthai, and Elael, and Adaim, and Bereah, and Shimroth, the sons of Shimhai, and Ishpan, and Heber, and Elael and Abdon, and Zikri, and Hanan, and Hananiah, and Elam, and Antothijah, and Ephadiah, and Penuel, the sons of Shashak, and Shamsherai, and Shehariah, and Athaliah, and Jerusiah, and Eliam, and Zikri, the sons of Jeroham. These were the heads of the fathers by their generations, chief men. These dwelt in Jerusalem. And at Gibeon dwelt the father of Gibeon, whose wife's name was Maacah. And his firstborn was Abdon, and Zur, and Kish, and Baal, and Nadab, and Geder, and Ahio, and Zachar. And Mikloth begat Shemaiah, 
And these also dwelt with their brethren in Jerusalem over against them. And Ner begat Kish, and Kish begat Saul, and Saul begat Jonathan, and Malkishua, and Abinadab, and Eshbaal. And the son of Jonathan was Meribaal, and Meribaal begat Micah. And the sons of Micah were Python, and Melech, and Tariah, and Ahaz. And Ahaz begat Jehoda, and Jehoda begat Elameth, and Asmaveth, and Zimri, and Zimri begat Moza, and Moza begat Baniah, Rapha was his son, Eliasa his son, Azel his son. And Azel had six sons whose names are these, Azrakam, Bokaru, and Ishmael, and Shariah, and Obadiah, and Hanan, all these were the sons of Azel. And the sons of Eshek, his brother, were Ulam, his firstborn, Jehush, the second, and Eliphelet, the third. And the sons of Ulam were mighty men of valor, archers, and had many sons, and sons' sons, and a hundred and fifty. All these are the sons of Benjamin. Well, we've just read the forty verses of chapter 8. This particular line within the tribe, which occupies verses 29 to 40, is here because it's Saul's line. It'll be repeated in chapter 9, verses 35 to 44. We'll get to that in a few moments. That'll be an immediate introduction to the author's history of the kingdom. And here's another point of reference in verse 40. The warrior's grandsons represent the 13th generation after Mephibosheth, who was five at the death of Saul and Jonathan in 1010 B.C., which brings us to the exile of 586 B.C. Now, in chapter 9, we have a list of the notable people carried away in 586 B.C. in the exile to Babylon. Verse 1, So all Israel were reckoned by genealogies, and behold, they were written in the book of the kings of Israel and Judah, who were carried away to Babylon for their transgression. Now, the first inhabitants that dwelt in their possessions in their cities were the Israelites, the priests, Levites, and Nethanims. And in Jerusalem dwelt of the children of Judah, and of the children of Benjamin, and of the children of Ephraim, and Manasseh. Uthai, the son of Amahad, the son of Amri, the son of Imri, the son of Bani, of the children of Pharez, the son of Judah, and of the Shilonites, Asaiah, the firstborn, and his sons, and of the sons of Zerah, Jeul, and their brethren, six hundred and ninety, and of the sons of Benjamin, Salu, the son of Meshalam, the son of Hodaviah, the son of Hasanuah, and Ibnaiah, the son of Jeroham, and Elah, the son of Uzai, the son of Mikri, and Meshalam, the son of Shephathiah, the son of Reul, the son of Ibnijah, and their brethren according to their generations, nine hundred and fifty and six. All these men were chief of the fathers in the house of their fathers. And of the priests, Jedeah, and Jehoirab, and Jachin, and Azariah, the son of Hilkiah, the son of Meshalem, the son of Zadok, the son of Merioth, the son of Ahitab, the ruler of the house of God. And Adaiah the son of Jeroham, the son of Pasher, the son of Melchijah, and Maasai, the son of Adael, the son of Jazirah, the son of Meshalem, the son of Meshilamith, 
the son of Emer, and their brethren, heads of the house of their fathers, a thousand and seven hundred and threescore, very able men for the work of the service of the house of God. And of the Levites, Shemaim, the son of Hashub, the son of Azrakam, the son of Hashabiah, and of the sons of Merari, and Bach Baker, Heresh, and Galo, and Mataniah, the son of Micah, the son of Zikri, the son of Asaph, and Obadiah, the son of Shemaim, the son of Galo, the son of Jeduthun, and Berechiah, the son of Asa, the son of Elkanah, and dwelt in the villages of the Netophathites. And the porters were Shalom, and Achab, and Talman, and Ahiman, and their brethren. Shalom was the chief, who hitherto waited in the king's gate eastward. They were porters in the companies of the children of Levi. And Shalom, the son of Kor, the son of Abiasaph, the son of Korah, and his brethren, of the house of his father the Korathites, went over the work of the service, keepers of the gates of the tabernacle, and their fathers, being over the host of the Lord, were keepers of the entry. And Phinehas, the son of Eleazar, was the ruler over them in time past, and the Lord was with him. And Zechariah, the son of Meshelamiah, was porter of the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. All these which were chosen to be porters in the gates were two hundred and twelve. These were reckoned by their genealogy in their villages, whom David and Samuel, the seer, did ordain in their set office. So they and their children had the oversight of the gates of the house of the Lord, namely the house of the tabernacle by wards. In four quarters were the porters toward the east, west, north, and south. And their brethren were in their villages, were to come after seven days from time to time with them. For these Levites, the four chief porters, were in their set office and were over the chambers and treasuries of the house of God. And they lodged round about the house of God because the charge was upon them, and the opening thereof every morning pertained to them. And certain of them had the charge of the ministering vessels, that they should bring them in and out by tail. Some of them also were appointed to oversee the vessels and all the instruments of the sanctuary, and the fine flour and the wine and the oil and the frankincense and the spices. And some of the sons of the priests made the ointment of the spices. And Mattathiah, one of the Levites, who was firstborn of Shalom the Korthite, had set the office over the things that were made in the pans. And other of their brethren, the sons of the Korthites, were over the showbread to prepare it every Sabbath. And these are the singers, chief of the fathers of the Levites, who remaining in the chambers were free, for they were employed in that work day and night. The chief fathers of the Levites were chief throughout their generations. These dwelt at Jerusalem. Well, these 34 verses, we find a list of the people who were deported when Judah fell to the Babylonians in 586 B.C. That's recorded in 2 Kings chapter 24. Jerusalem itself was located within the boundaries of the tribe of Benjamin. You'll notice that the list contains many Levites. Since the temple was located there, a heavy concentration of Levites dwelt near the temple. Verse 34 sums up the Levitical inhabitants of Jerusalem. Then we're going to revisit Saul's genealogy one more time in verses 35 to 44 of chapter 9. Verse 35, And in Gibeon dwelt the father of Gibeon, Jehiel, whose wife's name was Maacah. And his firstborn son, Abdon, then Zer, 
and Kish, and Baal, and Ner, and Nadab, and Gedor, and Ahio, and Zechariah, and Mikloth. And Mikloth begat Shemaon, and they also dwelt with their brethren at Jerusalem over against their brethren. And Ner begat Kish, and Kish begat Saul, and Saul begat Jonathan, and Malkishua, and Abinadab, and Eshbel. And the son of Jonathan was Meribel, and Meribel begat Micah. And the sons of Micah were Python, and Melech, and Tauriah, and Ahaz. And Ahaz begat Jarah, and Jarah begat Elameth, and Azmaveth, and Zimri, and Zimri begat Moza. And Moza begat Baniah, and Raphaiah his son, Eliasah his son, and Azel his son. And Azel had six sons whose names are these, Azrakam, Bokiru, and Ishmael, and Shearaiah, and Obadiah, and Hanan. These were the sons of Azel. Well, these verses reproduce the lines of Benjamin living near Jerusalem. There in verse 38, we get that information. It basically repeats chapter 8, verses 29 to 38, which we looked at a few moments ago on the family of Saul. But its purpose here is to introduce the tragic end to Saul's reign found in chapter 10. And so in 1 Chronicles chapter 10, which is where we now are, we find a review of Saul's death. Verse 1. Now the Philistines fought against Israel, and the men of Israel fled from before the Philistines and fell down slain in Mount Geboa. And the Philistines followed hard after Saul and after his sons. And the Philistines slew Jonathan and Abinadab and Malkishua, the sons of Saul. And the battle went sore against Saul, and the archers hit him, and he was wounded of the archers. Then said Saul to his armor-bearer, Draw thy sword and thrust me through therewith lest these uncircumcised come and abuse me. But his armor-bearer would not, for he was sore afraid. So Saul took a sword and fell upon it. And when his armor-bearer saw that Saul was dead, he fell likewise on the sword and died. So Saul died, and his three sons, and all his house died together. And when all the men of Israel that were in the valley saw that they fled, and that Saul and his sons were dead, Then they forsook their cities and fled, and the Philistines came and dwelt in them. And it came to pass on the morrow, when the Philistines came to strip the slain, that they found Saul and his sons fallen in Mount Geboa. And when they had stripped him, they took his head and his armor and sent into the land of the Philistines round about to carry tidings into their idols and into the people. And they put his armor in the house of their gods and fastened his head in the temple of Dagon. And when all Jabesh-Gilead heard all that the Philistines had done to Saul, they arose, all the valiant men, and took away the body of Saul and the bodies of his sons, and brought them to Jabesh, and buried their bones under the oak in Jabesh, and fasted seven days. So Saul died for his transgressions, which he committed against the Lord, even against the word of the Lord, which he kept not, and also for asking counsel of one that had a familiar spirit, to inquire of it, and inquired not of the Lord. Therefore he slew him, and turned the kingdom unto David, the son of Jesse. Well, this is a repeat of the story that we saw back in 1 Samuel chapter 31 regarding the death of Saul. 
The rest of First Chronicles deals entirely with the reign of David down to his death in the last chapter of the book of First Chronicles. Sometimes life just isn't fair. They both reign 40 years, but David gets 19 chapters while Saul just gets this one. Not only so, Saul's chapter deals just with his death. It's worth noting, however, that the reason for the termination of the throne of Saul is found in verses 13 and 14 here when it says, So Saul died for his transgression which he committed against the Lord, even against the word of the Lord which he kept not, and also for asking counsel of one that had a familiar spirit to inquire of it. And he inquired not of the Lord, therefore he slew him and turned the kingdom unto David the son of Jesse." So Saul's kingdom was terminated because of his disobedience to God in 1 Samuel chapter 15, when Samuel declares in verse 26, it says, And Samuel said unto Saul, I will not return with thee, for thou hast rejected the word of the Lord, and the Lord hath rejected thee from being king over Israel. But a second reason is given by the author of Chronicles, and that's the episode with the witch of Endor back in 1 Samuel chapter 28. Interestingly enough, the incident of 1 Samuel chapter 13, verses 8 through 14, well, that one's not mentioned here, well, per se. Uh, Note 1 Samuel 13, verses 13 and 14. Here's what it says. And Samuel said to Saul, Thou hast done foolishly, thou hast not kept the commandment of the Lord thy God, which he commanded thee, for now would the Lord have established thy kingdom upon Israel forever. But now thy kingdom shall not continue." The Lord hath sought him a man after his own heart, and the Lord hath commanded him to be captain over his people, because thou hast not kept that which the Lord commanded thee. Upon close inspection of Samuel's words here, the punishment for disobedience seems to be that Saul's kingdom will not continue through his descendants. Had it been that Saul had practiced obedience to the Lord as David did, then Jews today would be looking for the establishment of the throne of Saul rather than the throne of David. This concludes our podcast for today. I'm Wayne Turner, and if you'd like to read along with our commentary online, go to www.bibletrack.org. Thank you for listening in today. The background music for these podcasts is an original composition written by the music director of Faith Bible Church, Paul Walton. 